Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 71. Podcast 71. I'm Russell Dowden with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. We publish the magazine bi-monthly and make these available at many of the CBD retailers and smoke shops throughout the Austin and Houston area. We'll be adding in San Antonio this coming month, and then I think we'll be in we will be in the summer uh, at the summer we will be in Dallas, Texas. So uh, we're looking to expand the magazines and looking forward to to that expansion. Podcast 71 as we've been doing this now for a good about year and a half. As the 10th issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter has made its way to the uh, state it's been across the state at all the smoke shops and all of the uh, CBD retailers in Houston and the um, Austin area. We've been covering on the cover some of the uh, candidates that have been running for Texas Agriculture Commissioner. We did have a questionnaire that went out to many of them, um, including James White, which is our guest today on the program here on the Texas Hemp Show. You know, we put out our bi- pub, uh, our bi-monthly publication. It reaches farmers, cannabis, hemp retailers. The, the hemp CBD spaces across the, t- the state of Texas. And we wanted to reach out to our readers and let them know where some of the candidates stand as we ca- approach the election for the primaries and where these candidates stands on, on points regarding hemp and cannabis in the state of Texas. So, you know, featuring those candidates in the print magazine was an opportunity to give these uh, candidates a, 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 a chance to shine to voters, but we wanted to reach out to a couple of them also and give them a chance to speak here on the program. So joining me from East Texas is State Representative James White, uh, running for Texas Agriculture Commissioner, joining us here uh, on the program. Welcome to the podcast, uh, James. How are you, sir? Thank you so much for having me on, Russell. Uh, it's, it's an honor to be able to talk to my fellow Texans. Well, you're talking not just to the fellow Texans, but a lot of these guys have some experience in growing hemp and other crops. And uh, it's a very exciting time, uh, uh, you know, uh, James, as uh, as we are growing hemp and getting into, you know, aspects of potential, the potentiality of, a, of, a, of, a, of cannabis in the, the Lone Star State down the road. Where do you stand on the hemp program and expanding it and regulating it? Are there some deficiencies there as well, James? Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, just let me just give a give a little footnote here. Uh, I'm a native Texan, obviously, six generations. Uh, I come from a family uh, that has a, a legacy in, in cattle raising and cattle breeding. I'm a small cattle operator myself, uh, Russell. And uh, I've had the opportunity to serve uh, six sessions in the Texas legislature. That's right. And, and and in that six sessions, I've had the opportunity to uh, author and also co-author and join author legislation to lower regulations on agriculture producers 
and even open up new markets. And and one of these new markets is hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it's it's a what do you say? It's still probably in its infant mm-hmm. uh, stages. Mm-hmm. But look, it has a lot of promise. Uh, I'm talking to veterans that are coming back and and seeing an opportunity transitioning to c- civilian life in industrial hemp. I'm seeing uh, a lot of interest in uh, farmers uh, on the consumable side, and 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 there's still a lot of science out there that needs to be confirmed. Uh, you know, just a few weeks ago, I was with one of your, um, I guess participants in this industry mm-hmm. and 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 they showed me i can smell it you know i'm a cow guy right so <laughs> when i smell when i sit and smell protein i can smell it and so <laughs> we're seeing some of the i guess byproducts mm-hmm. uh from hemp manufacturing so to speak is is possible agricultural grade protein for livestock in the future so i'm just very very um excited about this uh anything new and i know texas when we do it and we do it right we do it big and we do it prosperous uh, you're not only if you're a, vet, a, a veteran of the united states military but you you have been in in government now for 11 years you've served on numerous committees can yes. can you tell us about the committees i know that you know you you one of them was uh I guess the House Corrections Committee. I know you've had great, yes. you've done a like great deal of good work for juveniles uh, in the criminal justice system, juvenile work, uh, women incarceration programs. You've, you've, you've always kind of stood up for the the little guy in a lot of ways, James. What can, can you speak to well, some of that leadership as it applies hey, to this role? Yeah, well, thank you for that. I, I was just going to be honest with you, man. <laughs> when I got elected to, to the Texas legislature. I thought I was going to be smack in the middle of some big, you know, economic or financial issue or mm-hmm. some big constitutional issue. Uh, but my first two committee assignments as a freshman were on county affairs and mm-hmm. uh, corrections. And on the criminal justice side, you know, I know we look at the big corruption, the big criminal justice thing. But I I, I came to notice that there were a lot of, um, I, I call it, little tyranny mm-hmm. and if you got if you got a lot of little tyranny you got big tyranny right <laughs> and and then i got to under, I, I i really got the, the the understanding that you know you can really do stuff and do policy to help everyday common people i mean you know let me tell you this i mean the just the idea of a guy you know 20 years separated from his criminal offense and, and having the opportunity to, um, you know, um, you know, get his record cleared, mm-hmm. get a get a better job, you know, that that that's you know consistent with his experience and his education. I mean, you're not only helping that guy and his self um, self worth, but you could be helping an entire family. And when you help an entire family, man, you're helping the kids, you're helping a wife, and I and 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 that started driving me, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and we all want public safety. We have to have public safety, and so we we wanted to make sure that we were covering the six for our our Texas law enforcement. Um, and then I found out, hey, man, look, 
not only can I do work as far as expanding individuals' prosperity, but man, we can we can really work and correct some constitutional stuff. You know, yeah. may it be, you know, your farms. So re- relating to the hemp industry, um, we want to make sure that this is Texas driven, and by being Texas driven, Russell, we want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to compete and be prosperous in this industry. So one thing I'm going to be really looking at is, you know, uh, you know, how do we make sure we have the processors available? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, to take this product and we're not having these barriers to entry. Usually when we have new industries come online, you know, we have participants that, um, put barriers to entry to make it tough for, you know, entrepreneurs like in my district Mm -hmm. in rural East Texas to take advantage of these opportunities. So those are some of the things I'm going to be looking out for. Okay. Uh, as the next commissioner, but look, I'm just excited about just the prospect of talking about this because I like it when Texas is at the point of the spear of progress and prosperity. Well, you know, it's interesting. And I'm just, this is one, this is just brought, this is off the cuff here. Uh, One of the things I think would be cool is if, as a, I don't know if you have that authority with the, as a agriculture commissioner, uh, assuming you could get in, uh, but We've had cases where law enforcement sees shipments of legal hemp, and and then they uh, sometimes there's been several cases where it's that it's been destroyed. Uh, You know, is there is there if in your leadership as commissioner, do you Mm -hmm. think there would be a is there a way to educate law enforcement about this program? It's so new, and and there's still a, a learning curve for the rural law enforcement sheriff and his deputies out there, James, you know, we, yes. we, we still, we need to have some kind of uh, maybe education on, uh, on this. Uh, and I think that's just a matter of time for Texas to educate our law, ma- our, yeah. our, our law right. enforcement officers out there. Right. Absolutely. And the, the answer is at least yes. As far as working with the Texas legislature, uh, making sure that, you know, we got the appropriate statutory guidance, okay? Uh, so our law enforcement officers uh, can maintain safe highways and roadways. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe coming up with opportunities where the industry can sit down with law enforcement. I've kind of had that experience before, yeah. uh, you know, out here in East Texas, and I think you're old East, Southeast Texas guy myself, <laughs> yourself, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, you Port know, Arthur. our crop. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, how do you really say it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're right. But you know, our, you know, one of our principal crops out here in East Texas tends to grow very, very high in the sky. And those are pine trees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, there are times when we need to get, uh, cause we want to have safe roadways, you know, you know, the, you know, you know how the loggers carry their crop uh, in their log trucks to the to the mills. Uh-huh, yeah. So we we have to have good roadways, have to have safe roadways because you're talking about maybe what, 82, 85,000 pounds mm. on the back of these trucks. Yeah. OK, 
and you've got your wife, you got your wife driving a, a car to the grocery store with these trucks on the roads, along with your school children on the school buses. So we have to have safe roadways, right? So, you know, bringing the, 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 the law enforcement to the table, bringing the industry to the table in a collaborative manner, okay, yeah. uh, to work together. Because uh, some, you know, Texas is a big state, dude. Yeah. And, and really, you know, it is tough for the legislature to kind of control this, okay? <laughs> so you, you've got to get the participants around the table to also talk through some of these things. Well, it would be really cool if there was some kind of a convention put together, maybe by mm-hmm. by a state rep or like yourself or even a, a, another yes. higher office, but that invited law enforcement uh, communities to come together with the hemp and and uh, uh, the, the cannabis side of the business industry in this state. And I think I think if there were some kind of a uh, I'm thinking out of the box here, James, but I mean, man, I, it makes me it makes me think we could get together and have a convention with our law enforcement yes. just to educate them. And then we all are, we're all fellow Texans here and we right, all want right. the benefit, the best of, for Texas. Yeah. And Russell, it could start off with something as simple as getting the leadership from the sheriff's association. Cause mm-hmm. they're, you know, when you think about it, it's our sheriffs and our DPS troopers that are really on those, on those highways, the ones you're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting our leadership from our sheriff's association, getting the leadership from DPS mm-hmm. uh, at the table. And look, we're not asking for anything over and beyond what, what's in statute. Right. And then, you know, as I, as we discuss along with maybe the police chiefs association, as we discuss things, we may find out that there is more work for the legislature to do. You know, one thing I want to be very conscious of, and it's and I can see it's very easy for a former legislator now a commissioner, mm-hmm. you know, really getting involved in the legislative process. Now you are involved in the legislative process, member of the executive branch, but it's important in the right context. Um, in order to let the legislature do its work, mm-hmm. okay, give them the information. Let's do the work in the interim with the law enforcement agencies, and we may find out there's something else out there that we missed when we initially did a lot of this, a lot of these legislative pieces. Well, you've been <laughs> you've been representing that East Texas district since 2011, mm-hmm. and yes, uh, it's. Uh, and that combined with your military experience, you, you've you've learned a you've learned a thing or two about a leadership role over the years. Yes, and 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 legislative leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the legislature is like a big old aircraft carrier. <laughs> um, you know, I don't even know if you can. I don't even I don't even know if you can tell it which direction to go. But it it it. it and for good reasons, it doesn't move very fast. <laughs> and I think right. we like that, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So it's understanding that it's it's getting the is having that legislative credibility, uh, collaboration. It's not it doesn't mean we're agreeing all the time. I mean, there is a reason why our founders and framers created a constitution where you have three separate branches of government and you have separation of powers. Because they wanted a little friction, okay? They wanted some checks on the powers of these agencies, right? Yeah. Okay? And they wanted deliberation and collaboration, okay? So 
uh, I see one of my roles is providing the legislature the information in the appropriate context for them to make the decisions that are necessary to promote the cultivation of agriculture, the promotion of cultivating agricultural products in this state in order to increase the prosperity of the state. There's a there's a big movement too. We, we cover hemp and the agricultural side of things here at the Texas Hemp Reporter, James. But uh-huh. but we 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 find ourselves covering, you know, all aspects of cannabis and and you know we get yes. we get into the marijuana side and how it it starts getting, you know, for medicine. We've recently gotten it go- yes. for our veterans. Uh, so we we kind of end up covering a little bit of marijuana and and uh, in it it's it, it all rolled in together, isn't it? In some ways, uh, uh, James, do you feel like a cannabis is slowly becoming uh, a part of the conversation with with the Department of Agriculture? Well, it has to mm-hmm. uh, since uh, we've we've gotten um, since we've gotten the, the the industrial agricultural hemp program going, and and look. Um, look, you know, people are asking about other areas, uh, broadening the medical cannabis or the medical marijuana uh, scenario, uh, broadening, um, you know, just other products and, 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 and processing, broadening even discussion of the recreational part of it. Okay, so again, uh, as the legislature gets these questions, gets these inquiries, these bills are filed, um, the committee chairs hear the bills. Uh, When it comes to farmers and ranchers and our agriculture industry in total, it's important now – it's important that we provide them the information. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have people providing them the information from the criminal justice standpoint. Obviously we can discuss that, but I'm being, I'm asking to be hired to be your next ag commissioner. Mm-hmm. There will be discussions about the social impact and what that means. There'll be discussions in other realms. So we want to be there to, to, to be sort of like the clearinghouse you know, how did it work from an agricultural standpoint in other parts of the country? Okay. Uh, were there hiccups? Mm-hmm. Uh, were there shortcomings? What can we do better? That, that's where I see my role in, in, in being one of the intermediaries with our ag production or ag producing groups. Okay. So um, that's what I see. And uh, we're looking forward to that opportunity. Well, stay right there, James. James White, our guest, uh, Representative James White, conservative uh, leadership for the Texas House of Representatives, jameswhiteforTexas.com. We'll be back on the other side. Our guest, Representative James White, running for Texas Agriculture Commissioner. We'll be back. It's the Texas Hemp Show after a few-minute break. Medical marijuana is legal in Texas. Do you suffer from cancer, PTSD, 
IBS, peripheral neuropathy, autism, epilepsy, seizure disorders, osteoarthritis, or fibromyalgia? Well, medical marijuana is now legal in Texas as of September of 2021. Visit TexasMedicalMarijuanaDoctors.com. Call 713-659-HEMP. That's 713-659-HEMP. And tell them you heard from the Texas Hemp Show. Visit our friends online at TexasMedicalMarijuanaDoctors.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Lab's exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high-margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at TexasHempReporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. This is podcast number 71 this week on the, the show. Joining me is James White, state representative James White, running for Texas uh, Agriculture Commissioner, and our continued discussion with James White. James, what was your thoughts on the smokable hemp ban? You know, that was defeated in the state so in the lower court over a year ago, I understand they're are they fighting this again, I believe? Yes. You know, uh, this is something that needs to be, you know, resolved, right? Um, you know, to the extent that we need regulations, Russell, it's important for regulations to make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, we know when we did the, 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 the Ag Hemp Act, you know, mm-hmm. Industrial Ag Hemp the Act, uh, we at least there's an explicit call, clause that suggests there is a prohibition on smokable hemp. On the other hand, 
um, at least in the federal, you know, legislation that opened up the opportunity for states to have their state hemp market. Uh, you know, there's a there's a at least a thought that, you know, the state hemp legislation has to be uh, consistent with the national federal hemp yes, sir. legislation mm-hmm. and the, the, and the federal hemp legislation does not explicitly um outlaw smokable hemp okay mm-hmm. but um you know according to the process that's in the federal legislation the uh secretary of agriculture did approve our state legislation okay with that explicit clause but here's another thing about that you know is smokable consumable and is consumable smokable (laughs) so so consumable is um it could be edible edible okay yeah um so you know we don't want a a a regulatory regime where people will just say well i'm gonna take off the word smokable and just put consumable yeah okay and still get by with it it has to make sense so um you know i don't you know this may eventually take legislative guidance uh but we'll see if it gets resolved in the courts as well well that's one of the things that i like about your your slant uh, uh, politically as a Republican, you're you you campaign often on the common sense conservative reform platform, James, and and mm-hmm. and we you, common sense is I like that. You know that speaks to mm-hmm. gen- most Texans. We don't want to fight and argue with the politicians in 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 Austin. We we just we just want honest reform. <laughs> You know, practical, yes. practical. Yes. Uh, and I like that. And, you, and, you're, that and you, you're not playing. You know, you don't have to get into this gamesmanship. You know, like <laughs> when you're playing football. You know, well, if, I, if my hands are here, I'm not holding. Okay. But if my <laughs> hands get over here, then it's a hold. You know, you know, we want our yes to be yes and our no to be no. We want consistency, right? So, um, uh, you know, we we need to get this right and. Uh, and, and just looking at some of the plaintiffs that are working with the hemp industry, it's, it's very interesting. I think you've got at least, what, one veterans organization mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that's that's in, that's engaged on your side, mm-hmm. on, you know, on this on this litigation. So this is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, um, I don't we, we talked about committees that you were involved in before. One of them that you were on was the uh, Agriculture and Livestock Committee. Uh, how is that experience? And you know, tell tell our farmers and, and, and oh, voters. Oh gosh, that, yes. Talk about yes. that. I mean, you were on that agriculture yes. and livestock committee a few years ago. Yes, yes, I was. It was a very great experience. Uh, that committee has jurisdiction not only over cultivation and agriculture; it has jurisdiction over rural health because mm-hmm. that is a role of uh, Texas. Um, uh, Department of Agriculture. It has jurisdiction over the entire agency. It has jurisdiction over, um, you know, um, veterinarian board. Uh, so um, it, it's a very dynamic industry. It puts you right smack in the middle of a $115 billion industry. And we're going to look forward to having a great 
uh, relationship uh, with the chairs of the committees that have jurisdiction over TDA and agriculture-related issues uh, in the House and the Senate. And, um, and so it was a great experience in working with all of these great ag producer groups. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just showed you the diversity of Texas agriculture. But here's one thing about that diversity. One thing that is common with all ag groups, for the most part, is that wet stuff, water. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so that is a issue that we're going to have to um, continue to address uh, going forward into the future water. James White uh, for Agriculture Commissioner, our guest here on Podcast 71 this week. You are primaries. We are recording the show here. It is uh, the 22nd of February, so we've got about uh, eight, nine, eight days, I guess, James, to get out there and, and vote. And, and tell folks uh, as we begin to wrap, uh, give us uh, your give us a one minute pitch why you, you folks, uh, you deserve their vote this uh, this primary March 1st, James. Thank you so much, Russell. Russell. Uh, again, I'm a sixth-generation Texan. Uh, I come from a family that has a long les- legacy in cattle raising and cattle breeding. I've had the opportunity to serve our country as a, a member of the U.S. Army, as an infantry officer. Uh, three years of that under Ronald Reagan in the Berlin Brigade during the demise of the Soviet Union and fall of the uh, Berlin Wall. As a school teacher for 17 years, I have that perspective about the importance of our national child nutrition program, the role that it plays in in academic development, cognitive development. Uh, That is a big role for the department. Matter of fact, it's our biggest program in the department. Serving in the legislature for over 12, for at least 12 years, Mm -hmm. I've lowered regulations for ag producers. I've served on the House Committee on Agriculture. I've served on the House Committee on Homeland Security and Public Safety, where we made sure that we updated and upgraded our 911 emergency system, which is very important for rural Texas, where most of our ag production is. And we did that without raising taxes. Day one, what we want to do, we want to look after the physical security of our agriculture industry with securing the border, you know, making sure we have the right cybersecurity to defend any attacks on our meat processing industries. We want to lower fees and regulations on our producers. And we want to make sure that we empower our great public servants at TDA to exercise their role in a transparent and ethical manner. We're proven conservative that uh, you can trust to secure this $115 billion economic impact called Texas Agriculture. Conservative Republican James White for Agriculture Commissioner. You can check out his interview. Guys, if some of you have your cans on a copy of the Texas Hemp Reporter, I know on page 46 we introduced the candidate questions. Uh, James has a uh, an ad in here, actually. Join the fight, James White for Texas.com, and it goes right into his interview in the magazine there. So we, we gave all the candidates. In fact, James, all of the candidates responded in the interview questions that we sent out. But did you know you were the most, um, you provided the most lengthy responses, which I felt were more in depth and showed your concern for the, this this office. I mean, it, it, nothing against the other candidates. It's just you just submitted more data with your responses yes. than any other candidate. I know yeah. I, 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 that was pretty cool. Yeah, thank you for that. And it's just the whole idea is that 
we're all learning about this, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and I and I will approach this uh, from the perspective as a learner and a listener, uh, not a you know a dictator and an intimidator. Well, fire off the website, James. How can folks support the campaign? Learn more about yes. the issues that yes. you're that you're platforming on, uh, and just fire that information off. How folks can get in touch with James White? Yes, James White for Texas dot com. James White for Texas dot com. It has links to all our social media, where you can see uh, the work that we've done in the legislature, the issues that we're promoting, and and how we are articulating those issues. James White for Texas dot com. Well, there you go. That's James White for Ag Commissioner. Get out there, folks, and vote. Make your voice be heard. James, thank you for being a part of the Texas Hemp Show this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. All right. God bless you, sir. Thank you. There he goes. James White running for the Texas Agriculture Commissioner going up there against Sid Miller and uh, and the others. The other candidates were Susan Hayes, Kerry Council, Ed Ireson. Very honored to have uh, Representative James White on for Agriculture Commissioner this week on podcast number 71. Uh, stay tuned. Another show later in the week, uh, MJ Medical Marijuana Clinic in San Antonio will be on later in the week as well. So thank you for tuning in to podcast 71. It's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter, and it's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next time. Adios. Should have been a tour guide. The way you let me on, knowing I was one of four guys. That you love me, okay. Where were you the other day? Your car was parked at 38, but you at your